The impact of COVID-19 across the world has been devastating and felt by everyone. All over the world, there's fear and uncertainty as lives are lost, economies are being shattered, and what we know as normal life has been uprooted from us. We now find ourselves distanced from each other and left to navigate an unpredictable reality. I'm Justin Keller, your host. I'm certainly no expert on COVID-19, and I'm definitely not an expert on being human. But what I do know is that we must combat the fear and uncertainty that we face by fighting for optimism, and we must do this together. The Bright Side Chats is a series here on the Fight for Brilliance podcast to help share how people like you are navigating this trying season and what they're doing to fight for optimism despite the unknown, the struggles, and the concerns that they have. You'll hear from business owners, parents, fitness experts, mental health professionals, and more. The goal is not to give you an answer. I don't think there is one answer for us to navigate this. The goal is to bring us together at a time when we need each other the most so we can rise above this together. Be sure to subscribe and tune in daily for short interviews to encourage you to fight for optimism and find the bright side together. Welcome to the 29th interview in this special series called Bright Side Chats here on the Fight for Brilliance podcast. I'm Justin Keller, your host, and the goal with this series was to bring you a story every single day for 30 days to help us fight for optimism and find the bright side through all that we're going through. And so the goal was 30 interviews in 30 days. I think we're going to end up at 30 interviews in 31 days. I took a day off, but I am so appreciative and grateful for everybody who has been a part of this series and those who are new for the first time today, welcome. You can always go back to all the past episodes at brightsidechats.com. And for everybody that's been coming back and listening to multiple episodes, thank you for being part of this community together. And for everybody who shared it, thank you. I want to encourage you to hit subscribe wherever you're listening to this so that you don't just get the episodes inside of this series, but you're part of the Fight for Brilliance community and you will stay connected to all the episodes that happen every single week here on the Fight for Brilliance podcast. Today's interview is with Ron Trebendis, and he is a co-founder and partner of Performance Medicine and Sports Therapy, and he is also a 20-time Ironman finisher. He's a husband and a father, and in this conversation, we talk about the opportunity to possibly even enjoy parts of this season and not just endure it, not just get through it, and so we get into all of that. We talk about um, just what he's doing with his kids and the practice of gratitude through the season and a whole lot more. So let's get right into this conversation with Ron. Well, I appreciate you making time for this interview and this conversation. So I saw on your post, even just yesterday, it was don't just endure it, enjoy it. Right. And so anyway, that stood out to me as a really positive statement that um, challenged me thinking about, okay, I think we're all just trying to get through this, right. but your statement of like, enjoy this really stood out to me. So I was just curious personally for you, what does that mean to actually enjoy this season and maybe not just endure it? Well, I mean, I think that statement came to me yesterday and it came from that same idea of, uh, you know, my endurance, my endurance background, you know, don't just endure it, enjoy it because you see a lot of people that you know, they train for all these races and they, they don't enjoy it at all. You know, they're out there just 
train and train and train like it's a job. I mean, you're not getting paid for it. You need to find a way to enjoy it. So that got me thinking about this time that we're in. I mean, yeah, it's a struggle, but out of every struggle comes a lot of good things and a lot of positive things. So, um, you know, that that's kind of where I came up with that and, and yeah. started thinking about it that way. Uh, but you know, one of the things that I'm enjoying, um, you know, I didn't realize I, I worked so much. I mean, think about it. I, I mean, you know, you put in a lot of hours, you know, but one of the things that I noticed is that, or I didn't, I guess, take account for is, you know, I assume that because my kids are sleeping and it's the morning, you know, I don't miss much if I go to the gym early and then go right to work. But what I've noticed is that, man, I'm enjoying not getting up so early, uh, rushing out the door, you know, I'm just watching my kids wake up and being able to say goodbye to them, you know, so that's one thing that I've enjoyed a lot of. So yeah. over the past couple of weeks. I was thinking about when you're talking about that, that we just kind of get in a mode and we think that's the normal. And so it's kind of nice to just look at this season and compare them, not say right. one is better than the other, but where's maybe the happy medium for both. Is that fair? Well, even, even traffic, right? I mean, yeah. just taking a minute to be like, man, I don't have all these cars in the way right now. It's just nice driving to work without traffic. Yeah. So picking up on those little things to enjoy rather than just endure, you know, and, and that's definitely fair what you just said. What do you think's been getting in the way at all of being able to enjoy it? There's always these obstacles, you know, so what are some of the obstacles you faced? I guess we can kind of say that the big ones is just fear, right? I mean, cause yeah. that's what we're living in right now. It's, it's fear-based society, right? I mean, that's what the news is. So, you know, one of the tips that, I, I mean, I guess it's not really a tip. It's one of the things I've done to kind of steer myself away from that is, uh, you know, not watching the news, man. I just can't do it. You know, like yeah. I'll pick certain things that I'll just try to be aware of, but at the same time, I'm just like not, not dwelling on that because I mean, it is a fear-based society. Uh, that's what, that's what sells, you know? And so, you know, fear is worrying about stuff that hasn't really even happened yet. Right. So, um, being able to just kind of put that aside has, you know, really helped me, but you know, the worries that we have going on right now, what financial business wise, um, just the fear of the unknown, right? What's an Ironman too, to you, right? If you've never done one before, it's the fear of the unknown. You do a bunch of training, but you just, you don't really know what's going to happen until you actually do it. Yeah. Uh, so the fear of the unknown, I think is what's getting a lot of people right now. Yeah, absolutely. I did the same thing. It's like I watch enough news just to be yeah. informed and then cut it out because everyone's got a different opinion and yeah. it can just, it just be a rabbit hole. It's, over, it's overwhelming. And I mean, you yeah. know, you have people that are in quarantine right now that aren't getting out. So what are they? The only thing they have to do is just yeah. sit and just listen and dwell over this. So, I mean, that's why I think it's good seeing a lot of people just outside, you know, enjoying totally. the weather and doing that kind of stuff. Otherwise, you're just going to be sitting around dwelling on or fearing about worrying about all the unknown because we don't really know what's going to happen. Um, I mean, I think things are going to be done a lot differently once this is all over. Yeah, I agree. It'll be interesting to see that for sure. Uh, what do you think uh, your background has uh, influenced in your mode of life right now and the way you're approaching this season and then specifically the background of, you know, completing 20 Ironmans, mad respect to you. <laughs> I've, I've finished, you know, four or five myself, but, um, 20 Ironman finishes, people who don't know what that is, you swim 2.4 miles, you then bike 112, and then you run a full marathon and you do that in the same day, not over the course of a year. And so it's intense. I was curious, has that influenced the way that you approach life and especially in seasons like this? 
Oh, oh, for sure. You know, I don't, we were talking about before you started recording that, um, you know, I told you I'm retired. I don't do that anymore. But at the same time, the lessons that I took from that are, are endless. I mean, even, even before this happened in business, in how I deal with my kids, uh, the ability to endure, you know, is, is we don't give ourselves enough credit for that sometimes, you know, we, mm-hmm. it's, uh, especially in times like this, you know, cause again, training is hard you know, and, and life's hard. Uh, just knowing that, you know, it, it's not just one day. It's not looking at one day. It's, you know, it, it's, it's taking one day at a time. Yes. But it's also looking at that long-term goal and keep striving for that. And then even in this time, you know, it's, it's knowing that, you know, this is going to end soon, you know, this will be over, you know, it's the matter of how are you going to be, how, when this is over, what are you going to remember about it? You know, somebody told me about your kids at this time, you know, what they're going to remember about this time is how you responded to it. Not, not about, you know, they're not going to, you know, especially my kids, eight and 10, they're going to look back in 10 years and go, Hey, remember when we were on quarantine? Hey, that was fun. We played video games all the time and we played board games with our parents. We went for walks. We did all this kind of cool stuff, you know, or they're going to remember your fear, worry, your inability to cope, your anxiety. They're going to feel all that. So I guess it's your choice on how you respond to this. And I guess my background in endurance sports, you know, allows me to kind of put that into perspective a little bit. You know, um, there's a lot of life lessons in making yourself suffer a lot. As you know, you know, you've done five of them, which is huge, but it's, it, it really puts a lot of patience and perspective into um, life situations and sports. Yeah. And people don't give themselves enough time or credit, I feel like, for what they could actually push through and right. endure. Don't you agree? Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, I think they sell themselves short a lot, you know, it's like one little thing and it's the, it's really their end of the world. I'm like, man, just pause, breathe, you know, think about all the good things you have. I mean, you know, it sounds, you see a lot of that on Instagram, everybody practicing gratitude, this and that, but there's something to be said for that. I mean, for if, sure. you wake, if you wake up every morning and just, even if you think about one thing you're grateful for, even with my, my little, my little guys, we started a little gratitude journal for them. So that's the one thing that I'm like, you guys got to do that every morning. You know, they write down something that they're grateful for, even if it's something completely silly, it's still the practice of doing that, knowing that, you know, there's always something to be grateful for every time you wake up. How long have you been doing that with the, with the kids? Um, the, the first of the year started, I think for that's Christmas. Awesome. Yeah. we got them those little gratitude. They make little kid ones, you know, I forget the name of them or that kind of thing, but it kind of gives yeah. them some prompts to follow, you know, and and kind of talks them through it. So really good exercise. I love that. And that's something that I'm glad you started it even before all this was going on, you know, because it's more important even now. So at times like this, what are some ways, you know, you work alongside of people, you understand the importance of movement and just their bodies right now and staying physically active. Um, Just what are some thoughts, some practical thoughts for you on people who can approach this without it being intimidating um, but the importance of we got to move, you know, we've got kind of weird schedules. Some might be doing single parenting. Some might be doing even shared, but they're also balancing work. So what are some non-intimidating ways that you could encourage people to think about movement right now? You know, the, one of the big things that I've done even before this is even at, even at your normal job, um, people get so into the grind, right? They're sitting there, either they're sitting, they're typing away for four or five hours at a time and they're not taking any breaks. So one of the easiest ways to just remind yourself of that is, I mean, now with iPhones and alarms, we can kind of set an alarm every hour, you know, every hour, just get up and do something, you know, and especially the weather's so nice right now in Texas, uh, it's, you know, get up, go for a little walk, even just 
you know, stretch around your house, you know? So I'm always big on the reminders. Otherwise, you know, type A people will just plug away until the job's done. And then next thing they know, they haven't eaten, they haven't taken care of themselves, they haven't practiced self-care at all. And it's been six hours and they haven't moved. Um, so alarms and reminders are huge. And uh, developing a little routine to that too. So, hey, alarm goes off, I go and I'm going to get water. You know, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get down to stretch my hip flexors, open up my hips. I've been sitting for a long period of time. If you have a little extra time, get outside. Nature is huge. You know, nature is huge in a time like this as far as getting back to that. And it just helps you feel safe and that everything's okay. Uh, so that that's like my number one tip for anybody just moving. And I don't care what you do. You can do whatever you want. You know, just it's about consistency of it though. You know, uh, you can plan a huge workout in the morning, but then if you go sit for eight hours, mm. it didn't quite do you. I mean, it's great that you worked out, but you're still not getting the benefits of every all day consistency of moving around. Even people that have a stand up workstation, you know, I, standing too much is bad. Drinking too much water is bad. I mean, any too much of anything. So even a stand up workstation is like, hey, stand for an hour, sit for an hour, stand for an hour, sit for an hour. So setting those alarms is huge. So that's my number one tip for everybody. Yeah. And so it sounds like maybe, is it fair to say that think about it less, uh, a less intimidating way is I might not have the time to get in the big workout, but getting in little movements, moving oh. the body around just five minutes every, uh, on the hour or something like that adds up and is beneficial. Oh, a hundred percent. Because I mean, even if you're working from home now, now people don't have to look at you crazy. Like you're at the office, you can get up and do 10 pushups, 10 air squats, and yeah. then go right back to work. So the next thing you know, you do that seven, eight times a day. I mean, you just done 80 pushups for the day. That's, yeah. that's huge. That adds up. So, um, thinking about those little things, cause little things are the building blocks to very big life changes. You know, that's yeah. a, that's a big business protocol too, is the simple things. You got to do the simple things correct to Gosh. be great. No. And in seasons like this, it's so easy to try to think big fixes, big, big, big. Yeah. I got to fix this. There's not this. No, there isn't in any of these areas, you know? Mm -hmm. So I love what you just said, um, applicable to physical movement and just the way we <laughs> approach our lives right now. What's one big lesson maybe that if you've had time to reflect, what's one big lesson that you're kind of leaning into and learning right now in this season? I mean, I've always been one. This is a lesson that I'm always, or it's one of my faults is patience. I mean, it might sound simple and, and uh, simple advice, but man, I'm leaning into that right now because there's, we have no choice right now but to be patient. Uh, and that's one of my biggest flaws. I mean, it's almost like if I don't lean into that now, I, I got to learn that lesson. Uh, you know, I'm always, again, anybody type A that's played sports their whole life and business and everybody, I want it now, man. I'm like going yeah. for it. And I have a hard time. I get really anxious and I'm not patient. I like want things done now. Uh, you know, kids helps you with that though, right? I mean, you know, that as soon as they pop up, you really have to learn how to be flexible and be patient. That, that helped me a lot. But even, even now, um, this, this season that we're in is teaching everybody how to just be patient. I mean, we can't do anything about it. Yeah, no, kids reveal if you have patience or not. <laughs> right, right, right. They teach you that lesson pretty quick. No, you know, it's interesting. I don't know about you, but when it was even with training for like Ironmans and, and just physically moving your body and trying to get healthier, patience is still the name of the game with that. Yeah, too. It's like 100%. it's every single area I can think of in my life. It's that waiting game is so painful, but yet the forced wait has always been beneficial if I can fight through that pain of the waiting, right? Oh, the payoff is always huge. You know, it's it, if you think about anything, business, athletics, uh, consistency and patience. 
Yeah. I mean, th- those two things, I mean, they're, they're so hard to embrace, but at the end of the day, if you can kind of keep practicing those and keep those on the top of your mind, I mean, that's when great things happen. You know, it's, it, they, they don't happen overnight. Yeah. Um, you know, what is no. that one? Do you ever see that one meme where it's like, uh, the guy's all successful at the top of the iceberg or something. And then, you know, underneath the iceberg is like the huge, the huge thing, you know, um, that's kind of what patience and consistency is. You know, you see this guy or, or gal that's super successful, but you know, they had to put in all that work and practice those two things specifically. I mean, for years to get where they're at. Yeah. I, and that's what I, I used to, even training wise, I, when I was, a, when I had a little bit of a, I had a coaching business too, for triathlons that, you know, I used to tell people it takes a long time to get good. And that's, and I almost, and this was kind of my tongue twister in training was you have to train in order to be able to do the training to be really good. If that makes sense. Like you have to just, and you have to be able to enjoy that day in day out of that routine. That's Uh, good. Yeah. But those two things, man, they're huge. I agree. What's one non-essential item, just kind of on a lighthearted note here, a non-essential item that you would have to have uh, I saw that on the, usually, I, you know what? It's funny uh, when I do these, um, even we do this, uh, little, uh, I guess, video podcast thing, um, for our business called ask Ron T. Um, but it's more of a YouTube kind of thing where I just answer questions. And I always tell our, our social media guy, I'm like, just don't give me the questions ahead of time, you know? Cause I'm like, sometimes I'm just better like that. And so I saw you send the questions over t- uh, yesterday and I'm like, I didn't look at them, but the last one I glanced at was that. And if you notice, I'm just constantly sipping on coffee. And I, I, I thought about it. I'm like, there's no way. Like, that's the thing I have to I have to do. You know, it's my morning cup of personality. So I had to pound a couple of those before we even did this, you know, to kind of get myself turned on. You know, so. What did you just call it? Your morning cup of personality? <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's a good that's title. Awesome. That's a good title for a podcast, isn't it? It's <laughs> amazing. No, yeah. I'm not kidding. I, um, I didn't hoard, but I did early on start to realize like I might need some things around for my son. Um, cause he's real particular. Well, I also thought about me in one area and that's coffee. And I actually went on Amazon and was like ordering plenty of coffee because I was worried about people right. just stocking it all up. So I'm right there We'll see coffee and toilet paper kind of go together, bro. <laughs> You're going to have to get both. <laughs> so, you know, that's the owner. I wonder if that was a thing too. You know, the copy and toilet paper aisles were empty, you know? Okay. I don't, this is kind of funny. I took a picture of, um, I was in the grocery store. All the toilet paper aisles are like empty. You know what? One item was remaining in that toilet paper item. No. What dude wipes. Oh dude, we have those at the house. My boys are so run spoiled that we have them on the Amazon auto ship. Dude yes. wipes are all the time. And you know how spoiled they are? Is they're like, oh, dad, if we run out of toilet paper, we got dude wipes all the time. I'm like, yeah. bro, those are expensive, man. <laughs> I know. But it was funny that those were left just because they're called dude wipes. So everybody yeah. stayed away from Oh them. my gosh. Yeah. Like my poor wife, she's just in a house full of dudes and every bathroom's got dude wipes That's lined awesome. up. So yeah. Well, now, you know, now you know what's too your, much what, about Ron and me. So what's your non-essential <laughs> item? I've been, have you ever revealed that? I haven't. No. Um, Man, okay, so I I'm such a sweet dude. Like I love sweets. I'm right. I always I always joke that I'm a fat kid at heart. And so <laughs> like just anything, it could be cookies, it could be chocolate. Just if I didn't have something sweet to end the night, just a bite of it, right. I, I would 
feel empty inside a little bit. <laughs> your, your soul. Your soul. Just a little empty. bit. That's yeah. Sweet. There's a big <laughs> void in my heart right now if I think about not having oh, that. That's funny. So, dude, we will do a full episode sometime and we'll pick a topic that we both can just jam on because I think there's so many uh, crossovers and parallels, you know? I love it, man. Well, thanks for being part of these conversations. You know, the goal is that we can't fix everything, but Mm -hmm. I think we can do our part and fight to try to be optimistic through it. So thanks for all you shared. Oh, man, no problem. I just want to encourage you to stay connected to Ron and he's a great follow on Instagram. He's constantly posting videos of simple workouts, good movements for us. And so all the links to connect with him are right there inside of the show notes, wherever you're listening to this or at the episode page at brightsideshots.com. And so be sure to follow him. I'd like to ask just a couple things before you hit stop and exit out of this wherever you're listening to it. And that is this one, would you rate and review the show that helps people know what to expect as they're looking for new shows and looking for new content. It just helps them understand what they're about to get, especially a review on how this speaks to you. That helps a lot. And then second, I would just like to ask if this show has added value to you, one conversation or five of these conversations have added value. Would you share this with two or three people and just let them know what you're listening to? Just copy the link and send a text and say, you need to check this out, especially in this season. These are great conversations to have in your corner as you're navigating everything right now. Thank you so much to everybody who's been a part of these conversations. Tomorrow's episode is going to be the 30th of the Bright Side Chat series. And it's going to be a fun one. I brought like six of my friends together, six buddies, and we had some laughs and we shared some dad war stories. And it was just a good conversation and just a fun one for me. It was really meaningful on that level. So I'd encourage you to tune into that and check that out. Also, stay connected with me on social media at Keller Thinks is my handle. I would love to hear from you and have you as part of my digital community. And so looking forward to connecting with you on social media. All right. I'll see you next time for the final Bright Side Chats.